What up, HyperChange? The Tesla Bitcoin drama continues. We have a new tweet from Elon Musk saying that Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially with coal, which is the worst emission of any fuel. Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future, but this cannot come at a great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin, and we intend to use it for transaction as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. We are also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy per transaction. So this is a fascinating change of pace. Uh, Tesla shocked the world just a couple months ago when they started uh, announced A, that they had bought Bitcoin and that they were soon going to be enabling Bitcoin for vehicle purchases, aka you could use Bitcoin to buy your Tesla. This was huge news. Of course, HyperChange were stoked on this, you know, had the whole Michael Saylor interview about why Tesla should buy Bitcoin and should do this. So then they do do it. Everybody's celebrating. But to be frank, it was a controversial move. And now um, Elon Musk is going back on the decision kind of somewhat, but basically rethinking about it and saying, at least for new vehicle purchases, we don't want you to spend Bitcoin. So let's unpack this a little bit. I mean, I think the first uh, sort of way to look at this is Bitcoin is a payment method for transactions, and then Bitcoin is a store of value, aka digital gold 2.0. The reason why Tesla and the whole debate happened about why Tesla should get into Bitcoin is because the company had about $20 billion on its balance sheet. This was way more than the company needed to spend. If you have money sitting there with inflation or sort of secret you know, shadow inflation actually occurring at a rapid rate, um, you're actually sort of sitting there like a melting ice cube, letting your purchasing power dwindle. So that began the conversation of what sort of assets can we add to our treasury that actually hold or appreciate in value to sort of do the best thing for our shareholders and keep this, you know, war chest of reserves. So Tesla's move is actually, we looked at everything. We're going to move 7% of our cash, 1.5 billion into Bitcoin. Then they also announced they sold a couple hundred million of that to test the liquidity of the markets. They're like, yep, Bitcoin's legit, can handle a couple hundred million dollar sale. This is a big time asset that we can use and have on our balance sheet. So that was one part of it. But then the transactions to buy Bitcoin for a Tesla, that's a lot more of a micro transaction. That's actually using it as a payment method, way different than sort of this theoretical store of value use case. And so now that is what Tesla's halting. And it is very interesting because if you look at, you know, this, this thread, Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin and we intend to use it for transaction as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. So Elon Musk is not, you know, throwing Bitcoin out here and saying it's horrible. He's just saying like, whoa, you know, something's going on here. And what is going on? If you, the energy trend over over the past few months is insane. So this is actually a chart in a video that I made a few months ago. You can see energy usage of the network was plateauing right around 75 to 80 terawatt hours per year. It hadn't gone up in about two and a half, three years, despite the Bitcoin network soaring in value. So you have energy usage flat, but the Bitcoin network soaring. So it's like, wow, it's getting way more efficient. We can handle, you know, dedicating 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 basis points of our energy, uh, global energy consumption to running this Bitcoin network. And so but now what happened is the energy consumption of the Bitcoin network is spiking. And so that is what Elon Musk posted his next tweet in this thread is, look at the spiking energy consumption. This is insane. So this is, um, and I love this quote of, when the facts change, I change my mind. And so that's what Elon did. He's like, wait, you know, Bitcoin was stagnating in energy consumption, but now it's soaring. So let's hit pause and take a look at this and see how the network evolves. I love that. I just, I kind of wanted to take a moment to say the fact, you know, Elon's getting a lot of hate in the crypto community. I think that's sort of an illusion. Like I've loved Bitcoin for almost a decade now. I think it's awesome. I love Tesla. I love them for very different reasons. And I love that their worlds are colliding to some degree. But at the same time, it's like, Elon is actually doing amazing things for Bitcoin. Tesla bought Bitcoin. This is a super bold ahead of the curve move. They're allowing Bitcoin for purchases. And now the way they're thinking through it 
and saying like, what is the best solution here? I love this sort of struggle and fight through every scenario for Tesla to find the best sort of payment method and technology. And if you remember, Elon Musk was a co-founder of PayPal. He had X.com, which had this whole vision of bringing the banking system online. So he's obviously fascinated with this idea of cryptocurrencies. And that's why even in this thing, uh, this note, they say cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future. And if you listen to the last conference call, Elon Musk and Zach Kirkhorn were also dabbling, saying, we are looking at crypto products, even though we don't have anything to announce at this time. And Hyperchange, getting so pumped, is like, wait, we could have Bitcoin mining in our power walls and essentially allow us to monetize these energy assets in a new way by having, you know, taking advantage of this unique buyer in the energy markets, which is Bitcoin. And the whole theory that I had there was piggybacking off of this research report from ARC Research saying Bitcoin is key to an abundant, clean energy future. We believe that the energy asset owners of today can become the essential Bitcoin miners of tomorrow. Everybody with solar on their roof is an energy asset owner of today. And so this is the paper put out by Square and by Kathy Wood and had a comment from Elon Musk saying it's true that Bitcoin incentivizes renewable energy. So there's so many different puzzle pieces here. My biggest theory is that there's we still have many shoes to drop in this saga and Tesla and the cryptocurrency, you know, story has has a, a bunch more chapters left to unfold. Um, and even beyond that, like we're just talking about Bitcoin, but Elon Musk says, do you want Tesla to accept Doge? This was just two days ago. He puts out this poll on Twitter, which gets 111,000 retweets that almost 4 million people vote for with an overwhelming 78.2% yes. So now you're like, wait, is Tesla going to accept Dogecoin? Dogecoin has a smaller environmental footprint per transaction than Bitcoin. Um, Side note on Dogecoin, I do want to make a whole video about it, but Dogecoin is fascinating. Started as a meme or a joke, but, you know, is actually a proof of work cryptocurrency that, believe it or not, works very similar to Bitcoin. And it's, you know, this weird sort of group psychology thing that if enough people believe it has value, it will have value. Elon Musk has this weird theory. I don't know. I, you know, I love Elon. I don't know if I believe this one, that the most entertaining outcome is the most likely. The most entertaining outcome for humanity is for this meme cryptocurrency to actually become adopted as a real cryptocurrency. I would argue that the fact that it's a meme almost makes it more likely to be adopted because it's easier. It's more approachable. It's Dogecoin. It's fun. It's cheap. It's only a buck. It's 50 cents. Like, um, I think there's a lot of truth and, and theoretical stuff to what he's saying, but we're getting in a very weird place um, just theoretically, like the Shiba Inu coin that popped up and it's worth billions of dollars all of a sudden because it's a copy of Dogecoin. Like, where does it end? Or is this sort of a Pandora's box has been unlocked in humanity of whatever we decide has value will have value and the internet zeitgeist has sort of this troll inertia of where it wants to make the most ridiculous thing be a financial security. I don't know. I, I, I really don't get what's happening here, to be honest. Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around all of this. And, you know, for what it's worth, I own no Dogecoin, but I have all my Bitcoin, super bullish on Bitcoin. I have a bunch of Ethereum, super bullish on Ethereum. Um, I love those and just the vision of crypto. Um, Dogecoin, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. The only theory that I have for Dogecoin that's why it's bullish is that Elon Musk will create a self-fulfilling prophecy where the world uses or Mars uses Dogecoin or becomes a true part of the financial system. And then, therefore, it is worth something. So, I don't know. I actually think betting on Elon bringing Dogecoin to the masses isn't a dumb bet. So that's why I don't make fun of people for buying Doge. And, you know, people have been buying Doge at two cents. And I was saying they're idiots because it was a meme cryptocurrency. And look who's laughing now. They are. So I give major props to the people who bought Dogecoin, even though it seems um, dumb and ridiculous to a lot of people. So back to this energy consumption thing. This article by Nick Carter, I think he's someone everybody should follow, thought leader in the Bitcoin energy space. Um, how much energy does Bitcoin actually consume? So Bitcoin consumes about 110, maybe now up to 160 terawatt hours per year, 0.5, let's call it 0.75% of all energy production. So this 
you know, out of all the energy on earth, a little bit less than 1% of it is used to run the Bitcoin network. So yes, that's a huge amount. Yes, that's a lot. Um, it's kind of the equivalent of some huge metropolitan city. But then you think about, you know, and this is where the debate gets super complex. A, just because it's using energy doesn't mean it's polluting. It could be using renewable energy that would just have to go to waste. And so that's what this whole Kathy Wood paper is, is Bitcoin is this unique energy buyer, is sort of the great equalizer, allowing renewable energy to have a, to, to sell at this sort of, you know, internet market rate turn energy into currency. That's what cryptocurrency is, this magic thing that's going to unlock a more rapid transition to these new energy assets by increasing the ROI and cash flow of them uh, because of this new unique energy buyer they can tap into. So I love that theory, but I don't think that justifies everything. I still think you have to come back to how many banks do you see in your hometown? How many lights on do they have? How many humans do they have polluting working there? I mean, how much, like my bank, I have Bank of America, and sometimes I still can't transfer between my personal and my business account. They just like don't that's like really hard to do for them. I don't know why. So I have to go into the bank in person to do that. So I have to drive. I mean, I drive my Tesla there, but you know, so my my point is there, Bitcoin is this idea of, you know, humans need a ledger to store value. Value over currency is a method to store value over time. It's a critical piece of how our society functions. I'm going to work a lot. I'm going to keep this value in the metaverse and then I'm going to spend that value when I want it. That's an incredible unlock to the efficiency of the simulation and just how humanity works. And so it's a very important part of our system. And I'd like to bring up these tweets by Sam Chorus. Energy consumption of humanity is always going up. It's always booming. Like humanity is like you know, this this bacteria that's growing on a Petri dish like crazy and we're just consuming more and more energy. That's just how humanity is going to go. And that's why I think we shouldn't be, you know, looking critically at things like Bitcoin that use a lot of energy or we should, but we should also be looking at the ways we can produce energy sustainably. That's why I love Tesla and I'm so passionate about it because I see a decentralized runaway effect where energy can be monetized into currency. It's, you know, it's like water. It's going to flow downhill. That's going to happen. And so you better hope that renewable energy is the cheapest form and that that is what people are incentivized to do. Now, now, why is Elon Musk also beefing? Because the Bitcoin's network energy consumption is going back up. Guess what else his third tweet in this tweet storm is? The coal miners. So now all of a sudden there's data showing that private equity firms are buying up coal plants to spin them up to participate in the Bitcoin networks because the, it's so uh, lucrative to, you know, Bitcoin is energy. So if I'm a coal plant that's off, nobody wants my dirty power, but I'm like, wait, it's still cheap enough to where I could get some Bitcoin for it and make it an ROI and some douchebag PE firm goes and buys it and does it. And you know, this is some, some MBA who wants to pollute the planet. That sucks. And it sucks. It's ruining Bitcoin for everybody, but it's also like, you know, eventually these renewable energy assets will be cheaper than coal. This is just sort of a blip on the timeline of like how we get there. And it's sort of an inevitability. And that's why I think it's so important we invest in renewable energy because it's like, okay, if we're gonna have all these legacy energy assets that are all around the world, there's coal plants, there's all these super dirty ways to produce energy. And the second that energy is monetizable, there is sort of an economic incentive to bring these dead assets back to life and monetize them for a little bit while it makes sense. And so I just think we're gonna have to accept that frankly as part of this transition. And that's the good and the bad of Bitcoin turning energy into currency instantly with anybody with an internet connection. So, so Here's another chart from Sam Corus, how the world's energy usage of coal is actually plateauing. So it's like, this is more evidence showing that, yeah, we might just use coal for a little bit to do a little bit of Bitcoin, but eventually it'll get phased out. And while coal's flatlining, sure, it is huge, way bigger than renewables at 40,000 terawatt hours. Look at wind soaring up to 3,500 terawatt hours, you know, in just the past decade has added 3,000 terawatt hours, expanding faster than ever. Look at solar up to 1,600 terawatt hours, expanding faster than ever. So we are in the midst of this incredible transition that Tesla's at the forefront of and that renewable energies are taking off. There is, I think, the greatest miracle of, of my lifetime has been witnessing solar become cheaper than coal. And that, like, 
you know, green energy doesn't matter if it's cool or not, doesn't matter if we care about the environment, it's economically incentivizing, you know, construction of solar farms versus coal. And that's what is going to eventually be the backbone of our energy system. And that's why all cryptocurrencies that use a lot of energy will be, as long as they don't use too much, will be able to be supported sustainably. Anyway, fascinating. This, this, this is like, I've, I've been doing so much scheming on crypto in the behind the scenes. Like, do I want to move some of my Bitcoin into Ethereum? Cause I think that's blowing up because of what Gary V is doing or is Bitcoin layer two, like lightning going to come out and, and crush Ethereum? Why is Jack Dorsey not in, embracing Ethereum, but all into Bitcoin? Um, there's so much fascinating stuff happening right now in the crypto space. I think this is incredible. It's an amazing moment to be a student of the game. I mean, I still love Bitcoin. I think it's an amazing store value. Digital gold 2.0. Is it great for everyday transactions? No, it's super inefficient. Probably not the best move. So Tesla, you know, adopting that philosophy, I think is great. And I love how just, I mean, I already said it, but I love how they think through this. I love how they're constantly reevaluating. They're constantly trying to do what's best. They're constantly thinking it through. When the facts change, I change my mind. That's an incredible leader. That's the person you want leading your company. And so I think in many ways, uh, this situation once again exemplifies how Elon Musk is like the best CEO in the world. And so awesome in a lot of ways, just because of how he thinks this all this through. But so my point is, I think we've seen the world of Tesla and Bitcoin collide. It was like they were going super well. And then maybe it's like, oh, we hit a little rocky part of the relationship, but they're still holding Bitcoin and they still want to see if the network can get more sustainable. So I think there's so many chapters left to be written. Is Tesla about to accept Dogecoin? Is that going to send Dogecoin mooning? There's Ethereum. I have so much more crypto content coming, but I wanted just to make this emergency podcast for y'all to sort of, you know, just scheme on, on what's going on here. Anyway, this is Hyperchange. I'll see y'all uh, next time. Huge shout out to everybody who watches, who comments. I read all your comments and my Patreons. I love y'all. Have a great weekend. Peace.